from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome, one and all, to Live from America, the 11 a.m. edition. Uh, I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot, and what a sabbatical it's been. It's really hard for me to, um, as much as I love to give uh, all of my time to the Lord and my family on the weekends, it is so incredibly hard to stay away from Live from America with so much going on. Um, as usual, we're going to give our live shout outs to the people who are, who are, uh, watching live and, 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 and ultimately listening on the podcast. Uh, Deborah J. Cos from Connecticut. Crystal, how are you from California? Kobe Dickey from Texas. Anissa Brown, how are you? Good morning. Spencer Fritz from Kansas. Melissa Reynolds from Texas. Shaylin Evans from Iowa and Suzanne Walters from Kentucky. Hello, how are you? Sarah Varjabedian from, uh, from, from Maine. Uh, Grant Gett from Illinois. Thank you. I appreciate you loving the show. It's, it's always nice to, uh, to hear that we have uh, people who enjoy the show so much. Susan Krogman. Krogman from South Dakota. Kim Lehman. Hello. She says she's in the house. Marshall Carnell from Virginia. And Lauren Walters from the wonderful Garden State of New Jersey. Casey Jones also from New Jersey. So thank you guys very much. Uh, Angela Steger from Florida, thank you for joining in. We got a packed show for you today. We got a lot of information for you today. I've had contact with people close to the, uh, Trump's advisors, Trump's campaign, and what Trump's doing. We know what we're supposed to do. We got a lot to talk about, and I'm just so thankful for you all to be here. Uh, again, if you could just you know just so politely reach down and press that share button, uh, it'll get the message out there and we got about 7,000 people joining in on the chat right now uh, we have people saying they watch and listen twice a day I'm very thankful for all of you and uh, sharing is caring and together it's the only way the, uh, the, the GOP is going to change it's the only way that the United States is going to change and it's the only way that um, the President Trump comes back with a bang is if we start working almost like the Democrats do absolutely positively together and together hey united we stand right divided we fall so as usual, we are going to, as customary on Live from America, we're going to give our love, our honor, our appreciation to the only person who matters and the only name to remember uh, as we move through life and move on to eternal life with Jesus Christ. And uh, today's message is going to come from Corinthians 5-7. And the reason I chose this is because it references to me, when I read this, it references the, the, the current political state that we are in with the GOP, the tired old rotten GOP swamp donkeys and their, and their, the way that they, the way that they see politics. It's definitely a changing world. President Trump has changed that through a populist freedom movement. And we, the people uh, now need to take the GOP into a very new direction. So when I read from Corinthians five, seven, it says this, therefore, Purge out the old yeast, that you may be new, that you may be a new batch, since you are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old yeast, nor with the yeast of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. 
the GOP, ladies and gentlemen, they represent the yeast. They represent the problem with what we're trying to accomplish and what we're trying to, the message that we are trying to convey to not only the, our generation, but the generation before us and the generation after us, the youth. They're so indoctrinated. They're so forced in society to believe one thing. They're already trying to change. Uh, in Illinois, they're introducing legislation that they want to introduce in, in nationwide, which means teaching children how to, how to protest and how to uh, fight for the oppressed. The only problem is that they're using the, impre the, the oppressed. They're, they're labeling them as certain different uh, races, a people, uh, color of their skin. When we all know that, there's, that the, 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 the people that are really oppressed in this country are we the people. As one, as one race, we the people are the ones that are oppressed, who are oppressed by people who believe themselves to be kings and queens that live in the government that never leave. That is what's going to change from going into 2022 and ultimately into 2024. And we have a plan for that, and I'm part of that plan, helping the campaign, helping congressmen and women that I'm uh, that I'm affiliated with, and 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 other social media uh, popular hosts. So we'll talk about that as we move forward, but I really wanted to re tell you about Corinthians 5-7 because when I read that this morning, I said, that's the GOP. That is the mentality. Now, not literally, but that that whole, the wording of that, um, of Corinthians 5-7 definitely represents that to me, okay? Um, so I do want to let you know before we get into President Trump's new legal team and, and why and how that's happening. I wanted to let you know that the studio progress is phenomenal. The studio will be ready for me to start moving in, uh, moving stuff in today. Uh, start putting up uh, all the things uh, for backgrounds and on the walls. Start getting uh, the, the all of the studio equipment. It will be coming throughout the week. And starting next Monday, you will see a completely facelifted um, uh, Live from America. It'll be right up there on par with with uh, OAN and uh, Newsmax and everything else. We have a star-studded lineup of people that we're bringing in. We have a star-studded lineup of hosts that will also be hosting um, weekly on, on Live from America. And this is all becoming a reality thanks to you and thanks to your donations. I do want to let you know that we are right back up to 65%. That's where we were when Spotify and Anchor booted us off. Uh, we are now 65% of our monthly uh, subscri subscriptions. Uh, so if you can definitely find it in your heart to do that, I'm starting to find out that start that, that running this network and, and, and trying to grow it onto TV and everywhere else is, is not cheap. <laughs> it is not cheap to do this for a living, but thanks, uh, but thanks to the Lord. And, and if he's willing, you guys will find it in your heart to go to jeremyharrell.com and help out. Now let's move to the, to the news. President Trump, uh, has, has removed his, his, uh, defense team and, and replaced them with a new, defense team. Everybody wants to know why. Of course, the mainstream media, ladies and gentlemen, is telling you that it's because these lawyers uh, had, had were at war with Donald Trump internally, that they, they had a, they had a, uh, a falling out, as, as, as CNN and MSNBC and even Fox is saying. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that that is not true. It wasn't a falling out that they had with him, and they said, we're not going to represent you anymore. 
Okay, and just like the people that left President Trump's administration did not leave, just like Bill Barr did not leave on his own. These people were removed. These people were fired and they were fired because they would not do the job that President Trump needed or wanted them to do. And they're very lucky. A lot of these people, not just President Trump's legal team. I'm talking about the people in the government. They're very, very lucky. They're very lucky that President Trump didn't get two consecutive terms because their whole world would have been messed up. However, God's plan and what God has in plan for how we're doing this now is even better because President Trump's um, split uh, terms, having one term and then, and then leaving and then coming back, is going to be better than it, than it would have been having a consecutive term, and I'll talk about that a little later. Now, to talk about why his legal team left and what his new legal team looks like. Well, the reason why his legal team left was a combination of a couple things, ladies and gentlemen. And this comes from... Um, anybody, everybody that I talked to, especially over the weekend, when I could squeeze in a phone call here and there, or an email here and there, they are, are, are saying the same thing. And it was number one, President Trump's legal defense really took a change, a, a turn, when he really got to understand what the senators think, uh, that will be involved in this impeachment trial. Meaning that when Rand Paul put a most to put a vote on the floor uh, last week to, to, to find out which representative or which senators thought that this was a, a uh, an unconstitutional impeachment it let President Trump and his legal team and the people closest to President Trump know that no matter what he's going to come out of this on top now a there's no standing. The legal team that he had, they wanted to go into this defense on a standing uh, strategy. Basically saying, you can't impeach somebody who's not sitting in an elected office. You can't impeach a president who's already gone and in civilian life. It's unconstitutional. It can't happen. That's the way that the legal defense was going to go. Now that President Trump knows that, that they're not going to have 17 Republicans, which is what they'll need. They need two-thirds in order to convict him, okay? Now that President Trump knows that that's not a possibility, that they're never going to get 17, President Trump wants to change his legal, uh, his legal defense to show the fraud, to show the Senate, to show the world the fraud that these courts did not allow his legal team to show in full during the uh, election process and from November 3rd to January 6th. That is what President Trump is focused on. He wants his legal defense team to go out there and say, this is why the rhetoric was said. This was why I was telling the world and the supporters that the system was rigged. And here's how it happened. Now, his legal team that just left, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to do that. They were scared. They didn't want to be lumped in to all of this other hatred and this bloodthirsty uh, uh, attack that the Democrats and the left are doing to anybody who even mentions the fact that Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. So they're scared. They were scared. And they didn't want to fight like, like uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene or Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, okay? Or, Congress, or, or, or Congressman Madison Cawthorn. They didn't want to fight like a Trump. They didn't want to fight like a Flynn. And when you're Team Trump, baby, you fight, period. You never give up. You never bend. You never break. You never quit. You never surrender. You fight. And this team did not want to fight 
the way President Trump wants to fight. The new team, however, they will. Okay? Now let me tell you who his, new, who his, his, uh, his two main um, trial uh, lawyers are going to be. David Schuen and Bruce L. Castor Jr. Look those names up. Look those gentlemen up. It is David Schuen, that's S-H-O-E-N, and that is Bruce L. Castor, C-A-S-T-O-R, Jr. Definitely go, uh, Google, DuckDuckGo, Bing, whatever search engine that you use, go in and check these, uh, check these gentlemen's resume out and see what they've done. They're phenomenal trial lawyers. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, it's amazing because I've had to structure Live from America and the growth of this network very specifically as far as um, the lawsuit with Teespring. And, and that really isn't gone much further yet because we're running into the same problem trying to sue Teespring for, for getting rid of our online store um, basically because of religion and political views. Okay, we're finding that we can't find anybody other than a liberal liberal lawyer, and anybody who's not a liberal lawyer uh, is afraid to fight against these big liberal monopolies. Okay, and, but um, so so what I had to do in, in order to structure life from America and the growth of this network was to make sure that I only partnered with people moving forward who say what you do is free. You're free to do, and as long as we're making money together. You know what I mean? Like these companies that, that build stuff for us and that, that host things for us and that host service for us. As long as this business pro, uh, pro partnership is, is, is working together, we'll never ban you. That is what people in my position have never done. They've always just gone into the next platform, into the next company where they, they, they try to build something. But I'm not doing that anymore. I'm only working with people who either are Christians or have a conservative leaning view or that have a unbiased uh, and they just want to let the free market work. Well, um, these folks, these these lawyers, they're the same way. They're not only um, they're not only about to represent President Trump the way President Trump wants to be represented, but they're honored. This is right from them. A quote right from them. They are honored to work with President Donald J. Trump. They are honored to work to get the American people the truth. And they are honored to represent such an amazing person that Donald J. Trump has, has become. Okay, and I think he's become even more amazing finding and working uh, so heavily uh, to, to promote God. I think President Trump really came to God in the last five years. A lot more than he ever was before. Okay, so I just, uh, uh, Joanne Figg says, is Lynn Wood still helping? Lynn Wood was never really an attorney for President Donald J. Trump. He was more along the lines of a private attorney who felt the need to fight for President Donald J. Trump, working in tandem with people like Sidney Powell and people like General Flynn. Okay? Um, so, uh, you got to understand here... Uh, that these people are on President Trump's payroll, not working for him as a freelance uh, person trying to promote the message. So again, that's David Schuen, S-H-O-E-N, and Bruce L. Castor. All right? Um, and I think, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to see... Another thing I want to let you know is Bill Maher over the weekend... Now, we all know who Bill Maher is, right? Bill Maher over the weekend said that it's very scary for liberals, and it's very scary for Democrats, especially those in, in Senate and in Congress, uh, that Donald Trump is being so quiet. 
They fear his silence because they know when he is silent, then that means he's putting together a plan and they don't know that plan. Now, another great thing about switching up these attorneys when he did um, was the fact that uh, <clears throat> that he uh, that they don't know. They have to now adjust and, and, and be ready for this for the for the style that these attorneys are going to bring. They're, they were ready for the other style. So keeping them guessing is what he does best. And Bill Maher said they're scared. They're scared that he's so quiet. And I don't talk, ladies and gentlemen, to, to liberals and, and, and Democrat uh, politicians yet. They will be starting to be held accountable, and they will be asked to come on Live from America uh, starting next week when we can bring them in on a professional level, and they'll be willing to come in on a professional level. Okay? So they're afraid that he's quiet. And, and, and I'm, I'm telling you this right now, when this impeachment hoax trial is done, you're going to see President Trump come out swinging. And I'm not saying the Q narrative where he's going to tell the military to start taking over. We're going to talk about the, the possibility of military arresting people and how that could be a possibility in the, in, in the United States of America. But it's not, the, it's, not the, it's not that Q narrative. It's more along the lines of what he's going to do in 2021, 2022, and then we'll see what happens after that because a lot of things can happen from now until then, but I know his plan, and, 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 he, has, and he has a plan for us that we need to follow, okay? So uh, moving on, Supreme, and Fed, Supreme Court and federal judges, all right? So lifetime appointees, all right, unless they do something completely wrong and, you know, like pedophilia, <coughs> John Roberts, <coughs> John Roberts, um... Unless they do something wrong and they need to be removed from office because they broke the law, these people are there for a reason. Now, President Donald J. Trump put in almost 300, if not more than 300, federal judges, okay? He also put in three Supreme Court justices. Now, I know all of us have our, uh, we have our, uh, you know, caution in the wind when it comes to these these judges and the Supreme Court judges and the federal uh, circuit court judges. We know we have caution when it comes to trusting these people. All right. And the reason why is because they did not do what we wanted them to do when it came to the election and how we wanted them to get involved within the election. OK. However, they have a uh, they have a history of not wanting to get involved in election stuff. Although I think by the Constitution, they definitely should have. They had standing, and they should have They should have let the, the evidence come out. Because since the evidence didn't come out in court, that is what is keeping people on the liberal, on the left side, say, there is no evidence. There is no evidence. It was thrown out in court. And it should have definitely been put in the courts. Okay? Definitely should have been put in the courts. However, that doesn't mean that these judges are not going to side with patriots. They're not going to side with the Constitution. That doesn't mean they're not going to side with President Trump moving forward. It doesn't at all. As a matter of fact, any since Biden, resident Biden has been sitting in his his illegal behind in a chair that he did not win legally, okay? Since uh, all that has happened, uh, people have been not only suing uh, resident Biden for his uh, rolling back of President Trump's um, uh, executive orders and, and changing things, but everything has gone, all the uh, decisions that these federal courts and, and Supreme Court justices have made have gone for us. So we're like 3-0 and o since President Biden has been in there. He's been sued twice, um, and, uh, and we're like 3-0, and o, Supreme Court and federal courts. 
So we just got to we just got to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that that these people are there for us. They will fight for us when it comes to things, except apparently election stuff, election integrity and election laws. But that is our job to do at a state. That's our job, ladies and gentlemen, to do at a state level. States are the ones who set their election laws. Okay, and we're going to make sure that the Dominion stuff and that and, and all of this cheating and the mail in ballots doesn't happen again. Like I said, one of the wins. One of the wins that President Trump got was in Virginia, where they already said that the, the, the election was illegal. That was, it was illegal. Now, will they go back and change it? Highly doubtful. Highly doubtful. But the fact is, moving forward, you can no longer take stuff after, uh, you can no longer take ballots that come in postmarked after the election day. You should have never been able to do it to begin with. Okay, but that was what the whole COVID thing was about. And, you know, we'll move on. Okay, so... Um, <clears throat> let's talk about the Burmese military. Now, this is a story that happened over the weekend, that broke over the weekend, and the reason why I'm talking about this so heavily is because not only did the Italian government basically just fall, okay, but we have Germany's government that is not doing so well. We had problems in the Vatican. We had uh, Thailand is, is, is definitely having some issues right now. Iran is getting close to a nuclear deal. We have all these problems and all these fallouts going on. But the important thing to know about this Burmese, Myanmar, uh, Myanmar military seize, uh, coup is what they're calling it, is the fact that it, it, it happened because of widespread illegal voting. And here's the thing about widespread illegal voting and voter fraud. First, it has to happen. First, it has to happen. Then, it has to be, uh, the proof has to come out of how it happened and why it happened. That doesn't happen in weeks. That doesn't happen in days. Okay? That happens sometimes over months and months and months. And this is why this specific story was so imperative for us to understand because it falls right into place with what Donald Trump is still trying to do. And that's trying to get the world to see the voter fraud that happened. Show the receipts, as Stephen K. Bannon says, show the proof. Okay? So, Myanmar's military has seized power after detaining Aung San Suu Kyi. <laughs> Kai, uh, I don't know how to say the name correctly, and other democratically elected leaders. Troops are patrolling the streets in major cities and communications are limited. The top army commander is now in charge and, and a one-year state of emergency has been declared. The uh, Army TV announced. All right? The move follows a landslide win by Su Kyi's party in an election that the army claims was marred by fraud. She urged her supporters to not accept this and to protest against the coup. In a letter written in preparation for her impending detention, she said the military's action would put the country's back under a dictatorship. The military has already announced replacements for a number of ministers. All right. Now, this is important because the widespread illegal voting there, I was reading up on it, is is less than is it has less proof than what we have here okay you can have george stepanopoulos and you can have people like uh you know uh the people on joe in the morning or morning joe or whatever it is you can have rachel maddow or anybody else say there was no election fraud and and, and courts threw this out there was no proof of election fraud they can say it till they're blue in the face Okay, but all you have to do is go read the Navarro report. 
All you have to do is get all of the information um, on defending the uh, defendingtherepublic.org that Sidney Powell has put together. All you have to do is go to um, all of the the evidence that, that Hoven Pulitzer has put out. These people who actually dug deep and found the evidence, found the receipts. Okay, uh, people that work for Stephen K. Bannon, America's Voice News, they found the receipts. They know how many dead people voted. They know how many. Uh, they know all of the problems that happened. They know the illegal voting that happened. They know the ballot harvesting that happened. The proof exists. The proof is there, ladies and gentlemen. And it's much more here in the United States. There's much more proof of it than there than there is and that there was in Myanmar. So the two. This kind of stuff can happen. I'm not saying the military here is going to do it. All I'm telling you is that it's up to us and it's up to people like President Trump and the people who are forging this battle forward to make sure that the world knows it happens so that we can either undo it or we can make sure it doesn't happen again. But the military does hold some responsibility here, ladies and gentlemen. They really do. And the Pentagon is still going against the Pentagon is still going against Biden on a number of issues. Over the weekend, they've already, ladies and gentlemen, they've already said the Biden, Biden administration wanted to get all the Gitmo detainees vaccinated with the COVID vaccine. And the, the Pentagon already said no. Pentagon already said no on that. They've, they, they can already, you can already see the Pentagon already at war with Biden. They don't want to work with him. They don't like what he's trying to do. And all it's going to take is a little bit of a push, a little bit of a push, and we'll see what happens. I want to see arrests too, Bev Nelson. I want to see arrests too. But the fact of the matter is, is we got to keep an eye on things that happen around the world when it's, when it's married to things that are happening here to see how they do things so that we as a people can see how they do things. Somebody said, I hear a cat. Yep, you do hear a cat. That is a cat outside the door, and it's really, really bothering me a lot. So uh, sorry about the cat in the background. Um, Moving on, we're going to talk about the how we're already changing the GOP. So Senator Liz Cheney, Senator Mitch McChina, uh, and uh, South Carolina rhino Tom Rice, a Republican also, GOP, have been censured by either their state Republican Party or, ladies and gentlemen, counties that reside in their state. Large counties, too. They've already voted for to be censured. Now, censure really, like I said last week, is just a smack on the hand. That's really what it is. However... However, when you um, when your state party does not back you, you're in big trouble. When you're a representative or you're a senator from a state and your state party does not back you or they remove you from the party, it's bye-bye. You're gone. You're down the road. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is when I say local and state level, that's what I mean. When I say fighting on a local or state level... That is how these people are removed, and that is how we make sure that they're never in power again. So Liz Cheney, Mitch McChina, and Tom Rice, they've already been censured by either their entire state, in Tom Rice's, in Tom Rice's uh, um, his situation, he's been censured by the state party. In Liz Cheney's and Mick McChina, Mitch McChina's, they've been censured by uh, counties within their state. And the more it happens, the bigger it gets, the, uh, the more chance we have of removing these rhinos and changing the GOP to the GNP, okay? Rubio, too. We need to remove him, too. Even, even Ted Cruz, who I've been speaking so highly of, said some things that I did not like this weekend where he was talking about President Trump's rhetoric was dangerous. It's not dangerous to talk about the truth. That's the problem with these politicians. 
That's the problem with these politicians, is they say that it's dangerous to talk about the truth, yet they can sit and say racist and bigot and get in their face and destroy their businesses and whatever all the time. It's not dangerous to talk about the truth, Ted Cruz. It isn't. So you're on notice too. Be very careful of how you step, because there's 80 million of us who you need, and we will not support any of you who do not understand how to fight and how to remove these rhinos. So... Be very, very, very careful of how you speak, GOP. And I know a lot of you watch this show. Is is as unprofessional as this show looks right now, the message is loud. You guys get it out there. And we have millions of views a week and millions of listeners a week throughout all of the podcasts and everything. And I know members of Congress and members of the Senate know this show and know the power beyond my show, Stephen K. Bannon's show, Seculow's show, and more. Okay? You're on notice. And we are already putting on troops on the ground. We have a project already in the work. Kinzinger, too, from Illinois. You're very right, Donnie Kingery. So we're going to talk about that. It's called the Save America Tour. We're going to talk about that very shortly here. I just want to get through a a number of these things. Representative Elise Stefanik. Now, she's from New York. Now, we got to know her over the last couple of years to be being a very, very uh, uh, dedicated spitfire of the GNP, the the Grand New Party. She's not of the mentality of the Grand Old Party. Neither is Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. All right? These people are, they think like you and they think like me. And that's going to be the future of the GOP party. It's just not going to be called the GOP anymore. Representative Elise Stefanik of New York is now calling for a federal investigation uh, into New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's mishandling and basically murdering of elderly people that he's stuck in nursing homes. And then on top of the mishandling, we'll call it, but I'm not, I don't pull punches here. I call it what it is. I'm not going to be one of these politically correct people. When I see a problem, I'm not going to say mishandling. I'm going to say straight murder because that's what you did. If you want to call, if you guys, if you on the left want to say that Ted Cruz is is guilty of attempted murder, and, 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 and Nancy Pelosi's not going to stop that kind of rhetoric, then we're going to give it right back to you. Because people actually did die in these nursing homes that Andrew Cuomo put in these nursing homes. And on top of that, the worst part about it, ladies and gentlemen, is they not only put these people in these nursing homes knowing that they had COVID, knowing it was going to spread, and knowing that this age group was the most vulnerable, but they also then lied about the number of people that died in these nursing homes. They underreported the deaths. On purpose. And now that that's being caught back up to them, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, we're holding you accountable and you're on notice. And you're not going to stop this voice and you're not going to stop this message from here on out. We are covered in the armor of God. We have a young uh, young mentality when it comes to this new party. Some of us aren't so young, but our mentality is young. Our determination is there and our courage is there. And like Stephen K. Bannon says, courage is contagious. And President Donald Trump knows that too. And we're all about to make the biggest difference you've ever seen. Like I said, a lot of this stuff hasn't happened. Speaking of courage, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene um, spoke with her over the weekend as well. She's decided to put herself in the crosshairs. She spoke to President Trump last week. President Trump has put his full support behind Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, meaning he supports the way she's speaking, he's re- he supports the way she's fighting, and he supports her, her strategy into doing this. Now, the left is trying to expel her and others from Congress. Why? I'll tell you why. Because she poses a threat. What is that threat? Courage is contagious. That's the threat. 
Is there an actual possibility that she, her impeachment um, articles that she introduced is going to go through? Probably not in the current state of, of the majority in both House and Senate. Probably not. But courage is contagious. That's why they're scared. That's why they want her out. She's not going to fight. She's not going to quit. And she's going to go down. If she goes down, she's going to go down fighting. But she's not going to go down. She's going to be a thorn in their side until others get there, like myself and others, hopefully in the future. That's what they're afraid of. They're afraid of the we the people standing up. That's what they're afraid of. Now, here's the thing. We let this country, we let this current state of affairs happen. We let this happen over decades and decades. Over the last 40 years, you and me let this happen because we've just trusted our elected officials to get in there and do the, do the, do the deed. We the people got out of, we have a right, ladies and gentlemen, in this country, we the people. It's supposed to be a government for the people, by the people, and of the people. Well, the of the people part has been misplaced. That means that we've just sat back and let people run unopposed. Steve, uh, if you know Scott Pressler, he was on with Steve Bannon this weekend, and he said that in his home state of Virginia, 28 seats went unopposed in the state legislature last the last round. That means 28 seats went to Democrats on a, without a Republican running. That is we the people giving up our rights. That is we the people giving up this government. The time for that is done. We're getting back involved. And I have an army of people on this live from America family that is getting involved deep. Okay? And that's what we need to continue to do. We need to get back into government um, elected seats. And we the people need to go there with common sense and fight like Marjorie Taylor Greene, fight like Elise Stefanik, fight like Madison Cawford, fight like uh, uh, Lauren Boebert, fight like President Trump, okay? It's a lot harder, it's a lot easier said than done. It's not easy. Nobody wants to do this. Nobody wants to get up and go disrupt their lives and run for office or help somebody knock on doors or help people get elected, but that's our job. That's our job. We gave up that right willingly. It didn't get taken from us. We gave it up willingly, all right? Okay, moving on. Um, that's what I wanted to talk to you about, the Save America Tour. I'm starting a new campaign with others, uh, like Scott Pressler and, 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 and many more, and straight down from President Trump's campaign, and Representative Matt Gates is involved, and there'll be others. You'll see it more over the next coming months. We're on a Save America Tour. That means as Life from America grows, people that will be affiliated with Life from America, like Ben Berkwam, um and, uh, and others... Uh, Will, Will Johnson, myself, and many, many others, we are going to start going around the country. And we are going to start speaking to state legislators. We're going to start holding rallies at state houses. And not just rallies to say, hey, President Trump is awesome, we want him back. No, no. Rallies to educate. Rallies to help people understand how much power they really have. How much power one voice has by getting a hold of your state reps, talking to them, having lunch with them, having dinner with them. This kind of stuff needs to happen. So we are, I am starting a new campaign called the Save America Tour, Renew, Rebuild, and Restore. And that is what my efforts upon growing this show and paying for all the stuff, you know, the servers, the, the, the websites, the, the, you know, the, the live streaming that goes everywhere, all that kind of growth, you're going to start seeing me go from state to state with these others and we're going to work heavy and we're going to work hard. Okay, like I said, we got a star-studded lineup of hosts, guests, and everything lined up uh, for Live from America. And starting next Monday, you're going to see a complete new 
facelift, ladies and gentlemen, of the show. I appreciate you guys so much. I will be on tonight with Jermaine Bazio at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as a guest on his show. I will be in Tennessee and Florida later this month on this Save America tour at CPAC and other places. I want to thank you guys very much for your support. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. You can now watch live video at 11 and 5 right on my website. If you're kicked off Facebook or if you have friends that are not on Facebook anymore, just go to Jeremy Harrell, two R's and two L's, .com. Check out the page. You can spend a lot of time going down the rabbit hole right there. Listen to podcasts, watch future video, or uh, watch current videos and past videos as well as podcasts, listen to music and all of that. I want to thank you guys very much for your support. And um, starting next week, we're going to be live streamed on seven different platforms at once, including YouTube, Facebook, Vimeo, my website, uh, the new social network coming out, Freedom Social Network that I'm helping uh, launch. So much more is, is, is in the works, and it's all because of you. God bless you all. And remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall as an American. Put your shoulders back and your chest out and keep your head up high because you are American and you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Not even that cat in the background. I love you guys. Have a great evening. We'll see you tonight at Live at 5 for more Live from America. Bye-bye.